Hello and welcome to JPD Weekly. Glad to be with you and uh, very happy that you are here with us today. So we have a lot to talk about. Specifically, I want to talk about the prophecy in Micah 5, uh, about the shepherds and uh, the, se the seven shepherds and how this is a prophecy of Israel's future and could have to do with the tribulation. But we're going to look at some current events in the Middle East that is uh, breaking right now. And we're going to see if it's possible that this could end up fulfilling the, sevens, the, the seven shepherds' prophecy, if this is at least a precursor to it. So uh, we're going to talk about that and so much more on today's JPD Weekly. Thank you so much for joining us and being with us. So as you know, on this channel, we talk a lot about prophecy. Uh, we talk a lot about, um, you know, the pre-tribulation rapture and things like that. Now, uh, when I talk about that, I always want to make sure that I'm clear. We're not saying that nothing bad can happen. You know, that is a straw man argument that is usually launched at pre-tribbers uh, to try to discredit us. But uh, no, no serious uh, pre-trib rapture believer or teacher says that this means that we won't have to go through hardships. In fact, uh, Jesus Christ himself uh, promised that we will go through hard times, we will go through hardships, and we need to prepare for that. Uh, financial hardships are a part of that as well. Uh, we recently, here on Daily Renegade, we recently did an episode of the Sharpening Report uh, where we talked about a, a coming economic collapse. Now, you, you know me, I haven't really talked much about that because it's not typically an area of interest of mine, uh, but when it has to do with uh, prophecy, and especially when it seems like there is a credible threat now, we have to take it seriously, and it's it's more than just a point of interest or or something like that. Uh, so I want to show you this here at dailyrenegade.com. If you click on dailyrenegade.com, we have a link that pops right up on the home screen. Uh, preserve and protect your wealth here at Cornerstone Asset Metals. Uh, now, I don't want you to think that this is just some pitch. Uh, we did a, an episode of the Sharpening Report, a full in-depth interview um, with uh, Cornerstone a Asset Metals, the, the guy behind it. And he's he's actually works with Mike Stibbs here, who's a host on Daily Renegade. But he, he goes through the whole thing. Uh, but basically, the idea is it, it's it's a good idea to invest some money in silver uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, the government can't touch it. it. It's 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 a good it's a good investment because as the economy collapses, silver stays steady, uh, and you know it's it's not at all a get rich thing. Uh, basically, what it is is you have tangible. You have you have investments in something that's tangible. So as the economy keeps collapsing, which it has been for quite some time, this will stay the same. So you know your thousand dollars today could be worth twenty five hundred dollars uh, in the future. And it's it's not because the silver is going up in price. It's the economy is is tanking, um, and it has a lot to do with uh, things that we talked about in that episode. But you can you can watch that episode. Uh, you can actually watch that that episode um, on. YouTube, if it's not, if it hasn't aired yet, it will air soon. Uh, but you can 
you can click here. Um, if you click on this link, you can actually talk to these these people individually. You can talk to them one one on one about protecting your assets. I do believe that there uh, is a problem co coming. I, I believe that there is a threat. There's an economic collapse or threat ahead of us. And it doesn't have to affect us as Christians. Uh, corner asset metals, we, you know, for a long time, we as Christians, we have been wondering, we have been begging for something that we can do, something that's ours as Christians, something where we don't have to uh, worry about trusting the banks or trusting this this corrupt financial system that we're living in. Well, now we have it because Christ, uh, Cornerstone Asset Metals is run by Christians. Uh, and it, it, they're, they're, they're actually Christians. And, and in fact, like the, the owner said in that sharpening, uh, report, uh, he, he said he's a Christian first. He's a Christian who happens to run a company. Also, a lot of people have, uh, issues with the imagery that's on the dollar bill and, you know, the, the satanic imagery. While I don't believe it's a sin to carry around a dollar bill or anything, wouldn't it be nice if we had, uh, something that had Christian imagery on it? So they actually mint this coin, which we talked about, but, on one side, it has uh, Haggai 2.8 cornerstone, and there's a picture of a lion. On the other side, there's a picture of a crown from Revelation 3.18. says cornerstone mint. But this is silver, and they actually, they actually ma they make this. Uh, so it's nice to actually have some assets with some Christian imagery uh, for once, which is really nice. Uh, so if you're interested, go check out that interview if it's available um, yet. I don't always know when these things are going to air, but I plan on releasing it on YouTube um, uh, on January 8th, I believe. But uh, we're also going to make the full video, the non-YouTube friendly version of it. We're going to make that available for everybody. Uh, so what, what will happen is when you go to dailyrenegade.com, when it's available on Rumble or Brighteon or one of these other things, we'll put a link where even if you're not a Daily Renegade member, you can go watch the video because I really believe in this. I really believe strongly in this. And I, I don't need you to be a member of Daily Renegade for you to benefit from it. So, um, you know, I, I, I just, I, I want to provide this avenue, uh, for Christians. So you can, you can protect yourselves. Uh, you can provide for your family. You can provide for future generations. And I, I think it can be a really good thing. Uh, so, you know, all, all it amounts to is just investing in some silver. It's simple. It's easy. Uh, they'll walk you through the process. You don't have to know anything about this. <laughs> so don't worry if you're completely brand new to this. They can, they can talk you through it. It's, it's super simple. Uh, so I highly suggest you at least check it out. If you go to dailyrenegade.com again, as you can see here, You'll, you'll have a link. You click on that link and it brings you here to cornerassetmetals.com or you can just go straight to cornerassetmetals.com uh, and you can get some information for free. Uh, you just register here. Um, you know, you, you tell, tell them here how you uh, heard about us. Uh, if we are uh, right here, it says Josh Peck, Daily Renegade. Uh, so d tell, tell, us, tell us that we sent you. It helps us too because... Uh, it, it's not only for our benefit, but we're trying to track how, how much we're able to actually help because if our audience, we're, we're trying to see how much of a need there is for this kind of thing. Um, and, and I, I believe that there should, there should be a, a large interest in it because th this is, this is, this is one of those areas where uh, finally we have something. I'm, I'm always asked, Josh, you talk about prophecy. Uh, how do we apply it into our lives? Well, this is how. It's like if you know that Damascus is going to be a ruinous heap, you know not to live in Damascus. Well, if you know that the 
um, economy is going to collapse, you know, then it would be a good idea to invest in some silver. Now, do we know that the economy is going to collapse? Maybe uh, prophetically we do, but, you know, as a pre-trib rapture believer, I don't believe we're going to be here for the, the global economic collapse. But that aside, we do know that economic collapses happen that, that don't, that may not even be, have anything to do with prophecy, just that there's going to be tribulations and hard times for everybody, regardless of a rapture or not. Everybody's going to go through hard times. There are Christians uh, in the Middle East being martyred right now. So, uh, you know, the, 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 this really has nothing to do with the rapture. It's about we live in a, a dangerous fallen world and we need to uh, protect ourselves. This is one area where we can do that. Uh, so you can invest in uh, some silver. They can even transfer over your IRA or 401k. Uh, they can help you with all that. But if you have questions, again, um, Cornerstone Asset Metals is the place to go, cornerstoneassetmetals.com. And please check out that Sharpening Report episode uh, where we talk with Mike Stibbs and we talk with uh, Terry from Cornerstone Asset Metals, uh, who, who's the owner of the company, and we get into all, all the details about it. Uh, and I, I really think this is a good thing for us as Christians to get involved in. Finally, it's something that we can all band together and, and, and we can have our own thing. We don't have to take part in this beast system financial system. The, you know, we don't have to trust in the banks. We, we can have our own thing uh, and we have it here. So I, I really believe in this and I think that you should at least check it out. Uh, okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to just briefly mention that. Now uh, we are going to be talking today um, about, could, could it, could it be, could it be that what's happening right now in the Middle East is is going to usher in this this Micah five uh, seven shepherds uh, prophecy. So before we you know really get into the prophecy, we need to uh, talk about briefly what's happening. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, let let's let's do a brief introduction here. And this comes from BibleFacts.org. So if you look over here, the prophet Micah it says, uh, and again BibleFacts.org. This is Dr. Ken Johnson's website. Uh, as you can see here. And if you click down here and you go down here to Seven Shepherds, you can get this information. Uh, but we're going to look at it here. Um, the introduction here says, The prophet Micah recorded an incredible prophecy about seven shepherds in the last days. In chapter 5, he begins by predicting the Messiah will be rejected by the Jewish people and handed over to the Romans. This part of the prophecy, fulfilled in AD 32, is referenced in Matthew 27.30 and Mark 15.19. In reaction to the Jewish leaders rejecting the Messiah and handing him over to the Romans, God handed Jerusalem over to the Romans to be besieged and destroyed. This was fulfilled in AD 70. And it says here, Micah 5.1, Now muster yourselves in troops, daughters of troops, and uh, they have laid siege against us with a rod they smite the judge of Israel on the cheek. Then Mark 15.19, They kept beating his head with a uh, reed and spitting on him and kneeling and bowing before him. Uh, so it says, Bethlehem would be spared because the Messiah, the Eternal One, would be born there. Jesus Christ fulfilled part of this prophecy when he was born in 2 B.C., uh, this or 3 BC, you know, we can differ on the date, but this part of the prophecy is quoted in Matthew 2, 4 through 6, which says, gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet and you, Bethlehem, land of 
Judah are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. Uh, For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people in Israel. Then Micah 5.2 says, But as for you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah for for uh, from you one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His going forth are from long ago, from days of eternity. Okay, so we know that that's Jesus. God allowed the Romans to dissolve the nation of Israel and disperse the Jewish people from throughout the rest of the world. At the appointed time, God planned for the Jewish people to return and reestablish the nation of Israel. This was fulfilled in A.D. 1948 when Israel reestablished was reestablished as a nation. And sometime after this, the Messiah will return and set up his millennial reign that will extend to the ends of the earth. So let's look at Micah 5, 1 through 4. Therefore, he will give them up until the time when she who is in labor has borne a child. Then the remainder of his brethren will return to the sons of Israel, and he will arise the shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will remain, because at that time he will uh, be great to the ends of the earth. So we have that prophecy, uh, and I promise this is leading to some current events, some things that are occurring in Israel right now that we have to get to, but we need this foundation, we need this backdrop to understand uh, what's happening and and how this could really show the times that we're living in. The time is short, people. Uh, we have really got to we we've really got to pull it together because the time is short. Um, now, in Balaam's last oracle, it goes on to say, Numbers twenty four twenty four, he prophesied that the Romans Kittim would destroy Assyria or Asher, uh, then Israel Eber. Back in that section entitled Babylon to the Messiah, uh, we learned that Kittim is in Rome. And I believe that this is an excerpt from uh, Dr. Ken Johnson's book, uh, Prophecies Revealed, which you, you should check out. It's like uh, 500 prophecies that have been uh, fulfilled. And it, it's a great, great tool to show people that the, the, the Bible really does predict the future with 100% accuracy. Um, so Eber was an ancestor of Abraham, and it is from his name that we get where the word Hebrew, we get that word Hebrew. Asher was the son of Shem and is the founder of the Assyrians. Balaam predicted that Rome would attack and destroy the land of Assyria and then the land of Israel. Uh, See the section on the Messiah's birth for full details on this prophecy. Uh, And again, you should check out his book. I will put a link to it in the description below. Always check the descriptions of these episodes because you can find some links to some uh, other products and and things that will really help in your your study and understanding uh, the times that we're living in. When this prophecy was fulfilled, the land of Asher had been renamed Syria and was ruled by the Greeks. This prophecy's uh, fulfillment proves that ancient prophecies that mention Assyria refer to present-day Syria. Numbers 24-24, but this... Uh, but ships shall come from the coast of Kittim, and they shall afflict Asher and will afflict Eber, so they also come to destruction. So uh, the seven shepherds says one of the main keys to understanding end times prophecy is understanding the seven shepherds prophecy in Micah 5, 5 through 8. The time period from the rebirth of Israel to 1948 to the second coming of the Messiah will be the time of the seven shepherds. Uh, Micah describes the Messiah. So we're going to look at this prophecy and then we will uh, go to what's happening today. Micah describes the Messiah as the one born in Bethlehem and the one who will be our peace when he destroys the final Assyrian and sets up a kingdom that will extend to the ends of the earth. Micah's prophecy refers to the Prince of Peace destroying the Antichrist at the second coming. 
According to the prophet Micah, between 1948 and the second coming, there will be eight leaders and seven shepherds over Israel. So here is the prophecy, Micah 5, 5 through 8. This one will be our peace when the Assyrian invades our land, when he tramples on our citadels. Then we will raise against him seven shepherds and eight leaders of men. They will shepherd the land of Assyria with the sword, the land of Nimrod at its entrances, and he will deliver us from the Assyrian when he attacks our land and when he tramples our territory. Then the remnant of Jacob will be among many peoples like dew from the Lord, like showers on vegetation, which do not wait for man or delay the sons of men. The remnant of Jacob will be among uh, the nations, among many peoples like a lion among the beasts of the forest, like a young lion among flocks of sheep, which if he passes through, tramples down and tears, and there's none to rescue. Micah, again, Micah 5, 5 through 8. So it says, the portion, the position of a principal leader is called a prime minister in Israel, and the one who shepherds with the sword is called a defense minister. The key to identifying the leaders and shepherds is that they must be the prime minister and the defense minister at a time when Israel enters a war with Syria and occupies territory that is considered Syrian land at the time of war. This area between Israel and Syria was called Bashan in ancient times, but today is called the Golan Heights. It was part of Israel over 2,000 years ago, but was not given back to Israel in 1948. Syria controlled this area uh, until the War of Independence. Now we're going to go through. We are going to go through more of this, uh, but let's. I want to look at what's actually happening today in the world uh, because it's it's really important. And then we will go through the rest of what Doctor Ken Johnson has to say about this prophecy. We'll look about how this prophecy has been fulfilled in the past and how it's going to be fulfilled in the future. But first, let's go to current events and let's look at what's happening in Israel today. So we have this headline. Uh, from the Jerusalem Post that says, election brings Netanyahu, Trump's peacemaking plan, to a screeching halt. So this very well could be a precursor to the rest of the fulfillment of Micah 5. Uh, it said, but no one could imagine what Trump's last month in office might bring. So it says uh, here, the collapse of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's fifth government just seven months after its formation brings to a sudden and dramatic halt the dizzying pace of me meteoric success in which four Arab and Muslim countries have declared the normalization of ties with Israel. Now, if you don't know about this fifth government collapse of, of Netanyahu, uh, over here, uh, when you click on that link, it brings you to this headline, Neftali Bennett slams Netanyahu, declares he's running to become prime minister. And this is a, this is a short story, but Yemen leader Neftali Bennett slammed uh, uh, Netanyahu on Wednesday night and for the first time in his political career announced that he, he is now running to become Israel... Israel's next prime minister. In a long speech at the Knesset, Bennett attacked the prime minister's management of the crisis caused by the uh, novel coronavirus and said that uh, while Netanyahu deserves Israel's thanks for his past action, this time he has to step down. Um, Bennett said of Netanyahu, quote, at the time, at the moment of truth, we need him the most. He simply wasn't there. We need to thank him for years of service, but we need to move on, end quote. In announcing his candidacy, Bennett said, quote, the time has come for change. Israel needs new leadership. Therefore, I'm running for prime minister to finally bring that change. So Israel will have leadership that sees its citizens and not itself, end quote. Painting himself as Netanyahu's natural successor, Bennett 
said that he had the spirit of Entebbe, the city in Uganda where Netanyahu's brother Yanni died in an uh, operation uh, freeing hostages. The Likud responded that Bennett's speech was confusing and annoying and that uh, Elkin was joining Sayar only because he had not entered the top 10 in Likud that uh, and had not received the ministerial appointment he wanted from Netanyahu. Okay, so that's the that's the story there. So um, continuing on here, it says the uh, it says true the diplomatic wave of peacemaking was about to come to a crashing end on January twentieth when U.S. President Donald Trump leaves office and U.S. President elect Joe Biden enters uh, the White House. At the time of this recording, this is still a little bit up in the air, but. It, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but it says, uh, the Trump administration has shown that when it comes to expanding Israel ties with uh, Arab and Muslim world, every day counts, particularly when such days have brought deals that even half a year ago seemed like uh, mission impossible. Within four months, the Trump administration has brokered the ratification of normalization deals with the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain and has secured declarations of intent uh, from Sudan and Morocco to establish full diplomatic ties with Israel. It's a track record unheard of in a region where until September, Israel had peace deals with only two countries, Israel, a deal signed in 1979, and Jordan in 1994. So this is a time of uh, unparalleled uh, events in a track record unheard of, it says. We are living in prophetic time. Times. It says, so one could only imagine what Trump's last month in office might bring. The thought of another deal or two, even three, before January 20th seems un... Uh, suddenly seems reasonable and plausible, yes, even when taking into account both Christmas and New Year's. When it comes to the creation of a new axis of alliances in the Middle East, this is clearly an administration that does not sleep. The collapse of Israel's uh, government won't stop Trump's peacemaking team, headed by White House Special Advisor Jared Kushner, from announcing the shells of new deals. They very well might. Regional Cooperation Minister Ophir Akunis said, uh, Annette had, uh, he told Annette th that he expects a fifth deal would be reached in the coming weeks. So this is, this is crazy because this is actually expected to happen. Uh, and when you understand Micah 5, which we need to jump back into in just a moment, but when you understand what that is really about, what that's really saying, we could see f further fulfillment of that prophecy, uh, really any day now, which, which is, it, it's, it's exciting and it shows us that the time is short. Speaking of time being short, um, we're already pushing it here, uh, for this free, uh, part that's going to be on YouTube because YouTube doesn't usually like us having these kinds of conversations. So if you want the rest of this episode, uh, head on over to dailyrenegade.com. Dailyrenegade.com, you'll get the rest of this episode. We're going to continue our conversation about Micah 5. We're going to continue talking about what's going on in the Middle East right now and how this could de develop uh, into the rest of Micah 5. And you need to understand the rest of the prophecy uh, and where we are in it. But we have to do that at dailyrenegade.com. We have to do that because typically anything having to do with Israel uh, or the Jewish people or you know prophecy or Christianity or Jesus or any of this stuff, YouTube just deletes many times. Um, and uh, even us just mentioning the certain um, pandemic or epidemic, whatever the right word is, pandemic that's uh, arrived, even just mentioning that could get this deleted. Us talking about silver could get this deleted. I, I, so I don't want that. We got to protect uh, our, our material. We have to protect um, 
what we're teaching. And so we do that at Daily Renegade. Head on over to dailyrenegade.com, get a membership, and you'll get the rest of this episode as well as many others only available there. So, uh, members, thank you. Uh, members, hang on the line. We got a lot more to talk about. Everybody else, thank you so much. And uh, once again, until next time, I really hope you come and join us at dailyrenegade.com. Until next time, take care and God bless.